Welcome to the Sin City Podcast. This is Sin City Runaround, Episode 3. Today we're going to talk about some uh, surface tension. What surfaces that you run on and what surfaces do you favor versus others and, and how does it impact how you choose your shoes, how you choose your races, how you choose anything really. I mean, um, uh, trail running versus road running versus a mix of both. There is a, a, a side category which I would put into a little bit of both in terms of like crushed gravel, in terms of surfaces that are a little bit more of a give. Hey, hi, I'm Heidi. I started running um, in middle school. I did cross country in seventh and eighth grade, hence why I've done trail, I've done road. Um, and I got into triathlon three years ago, and I also upped my distance a lot. I started the marathon distance, I think four years ago, and I got into ultras, and I've done two full Ironmans last year, and I had some races on my books this year, and of course, they all got canceled. So, um, yeah, I do a little bit of everything. And Tammy? Kind of late to running. I really started probably about five years ago. Um, done a couple half marathons. I really just enjoy like the 10K and I like it for the, the mental uh, release and just enjoy it. Not really out there to set any records or anything. Andrew, Sarah? I have pretty much probably told everybody my sort of story over the last couple of episodes. You know, been running since about 2011, trails, roads, did uh, some triathlons in there. Now back to ultras. Um, but that's, uh, that's about it. And I've been running since 2014. Um, I started off Planet Fitness, just running on the treadmill. You really started Planet Fitness? Yeah, like once wow. or twice a week. Um, just like I ran for like 10 minutes like in the middle of a walk and that's kind of like how I started and then I just kept progressing over time I just did it you know starting out as a way to burn calories and then I ended up you know liking it more than that and kept going it was well actually I was talking to my wife at, at dinner and she's like hey uh rocks are hard to run on that's like hey <laughs> You're right. And I was like, but that's a stupid topic. But that's where the trail versus road running came into the picture here, right? Because it's Yay! like. Yay! I yeah. love talking about trail versus road running. It's one no. of my favorite topics. <laughs> Do you favor one or the other, though? No, I don't. I, I think they're both. I appreciate both in, in how they are. You know, I have my road friends, I have my trail friends, and I have some people that do both. And then I have my dry friends out in left field. And I have my tri friends out over there. So, well, tri friends just like to do crazy things. So, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, they're they're extra special breed. Yeah. The so, I I mean, I, basically, what I tend to do is I share the between the two. Because mm -hmm. I'm a trail runner and a road runner. I appreciate both. Most people that I run with hate one or the other. Um, I I don't really care. Like, because just for example, like Saturday I ran with Sin City and Mason on the road. And then Sunday I went up to Shawnee and I ran on the trail. Like, so 
and and I spent about well, I spent more time on the trail, but that's just because I'm slow and it took me a while. Well, trail right. running takes longer. Right. What trail running always like taught me was um, that you have to be patient. So anyway, so road versus uh, trail. I mean, the, the whole topic there, that was the whole point. Um, and, and so my thought process, and we were talking about this before we started this a little bit earlier, is that there is multiple facets of that too, because you also have crushed gravel, you have uh, races that are also on both. And um, I, I guess, I, I guess there are, are kind of two things, right? There, there is uh, races versus just running in general. Like, um, where do you prefer to run? Like I said, I, I average it out. I kind of go on both. Um, Heidi, what, what, when you run on a weekend, let's say your long run. I mean, I'm thinking primarily long runs because I don't think anybody gets out to the trail on weekdays. I think weekdays are more for close to home, but on a weekend, like on a Saturday and Sunday, do you even it out like I do on Saturday and Sunday, or do you uh, hit mostly trail or hit mostly road? What do you do? Yeah. So I have a weird schedule because I work for myself and I have clients. So I might have all day off, you know, Tuesday or Thursday. And so on those days um, I would go to the trail. So I, I just structure when I'm going to go, I mean, obviously the road is convenient because it's, you know, I live in a neighborhood and I go to bike path. So I do tend to stick on bike path or trail um, as opposed to like going down a busy road because I do like to zone out. And um, I mean, there are times when I just crave the woods and it tends to be cooler um, if I'm taking my dog, like he needs it cooler. He likes the woods better it's easier for him to run, especially with summer being so hot, the trees create the shade. But um, yeah, there's some times where I just crave going out to the woods and just zoning out. I tend to go to Sugar Creek because um, it's convenient. They have nice wide trails. I know all the, the routes. So I'm not worried. I'm not spending time and effort thinking about where I'm going, which way I'm going to turn. I just do loops and figure eights until I'm done. Sugar Creek is pretty straightforward too. I mean, it's hard to get lost in there. Yeah. yeah. So, so Tammy, you're mostly a road runner. Do you, you don't run many trails though, right? No, I usually just, because it's more convenient just to hop on the road. Um, yeah. But you would like, be opposed <laughs> to going on the trail. I've gone with you a couple times on the trail and I really enjoyed that one time we did Caesars Creek. Um, that's my favorite yeah not been, don't usually make it there and there's been some times like i'm in ohio river roadrunners come and they have um trail races and i might do all my training on road and then i have a trail race you know it's just whatever i get around to well, and andrew disagrees with that approach <laughs> With it's what approach? The best. <laughs> with with training on a thing that you don't run on for your race. Well, you got to do what you got to do, but I'm a big fan of being, you know, specificity. Train on, you know, train as close to the race as you can. If you if you're doing a mountain run and you run say on the Little Miami bike path, <laughs> you're probably going to struggle on your your mountain run. Because one's hilly and mountainous and one's flat. 
Yeah, I noticed that, especially in triathlon. Um, I, when I did Ironman Chattanooga, there was a lot of hills and all of my biking I had done on bike path because, you know, it's a straight shot and I don't have to worry about traffic as much to do longer distances. And so when I got to the hills on the course, um, yeah, I, it was not a good day, but I, but I made it through it. Um, but for me, like trail races are the same feel as a training run because it's just trail is more fun for me um even though sometimes i do race a trail it's like ohio river road runners club the trail runs are like equivalent to a training run to me you know you know what what i feel about trail versus road i was just thinking about i i so one of my favorite things about running is to get zoned out mm -hmm. right um where, where you're just running and you're just like, I, I don't even know where I'm at right now. And so you don't think about mileage and you don't think about what you're doing. You don't think about any of that. Trail runs I love because I'm always see, I always feel like I'm lost no matter what trail I'm on because the seasons change, the trails change, the overgrowth. It always, I, as much as I'm at Caesar Creek, I still feel sometimes that I'm not, I don't know always where I'm at. I mean, granted, I, I do know where I'm at on Caesar Creek. I, I, I've run there plenty of times, but um, one of my favorite things about trail running was, and I, I was feeling that at uh, Shawnee was just not really understanding where I'm at. I don't even know how much mileage I have left. The only reason why I know uh, why, what mileage I have left is because I've calculated at the beginning or someone told me or whatever. But um, I, I just love that about trail running. Like most of the time I can get lost a lot easier on the trail run than I can at a road run. Um, which for me helps a lot because I, I, my brain get, kicks in and the road run. And I, I mean, around here, it's a little different because in Mason, I'm always running here. It's a, it's a different type of run, but I mean, you're just talking about when you're training, um, especially when I go down the bike path all the time on a bike path, I, I feel like my brain creeps into it a lot more because I, I just, I know where I'm at. I know exactly how much mileage I have. I can look down my watch. I'm like two miles and, and I may be dying at that two mile point. And I'm hating myself for those two miles because I just look at my watch and I know I had two miles. I'm like, Oh my God, two miles. And then for the next two miles, it's like 20 miles. Right. <laughs> so anyway, that's something I would say about it. It's just the trails just seem like you're more lost. You're just, you don't, you don't have time to think about that stuff because you're looking at roots or you're looking at whatever. Or you're stopping to take a picture in, in my case a lot of times. Um, yeah. I'll, in the case of Shawnee, apparently uh, there were rattlesnakes there somewhere as well, which I'm glad I didn't see. The bike path tends to be repetitive. So it's like the same thing over and over again. So like what you were saying, um, I would caution anyone that is new to doing a trail race, please pay attention to the signs, like the course markings, because there is a good chance you will get lost. I've gotten lost <laughs> several times and you just kind of have to laugh it off and find your way back. Um, a good, a good, um, a good way to approach that too. Uh, I'll say this too. Uh, Google maps has an offline maps option and I use it all the time literally before i go to any trail i mean granted this is not a trail app this is google maps but if you download that you can usually find a way back using that because you download the offline maps and it you it uses the gps to, to point you on the map and you can zoom in you can see kind of where you're on the trail it won't 
it won't give you the exact trail that you're on, but at least say you, you could be able to point it up and, and not, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it is another option as well. I was going to say, I can tell from, tell you from experience, you know, running in a new spot, you can also see, you know, where you are nearest road, which I've had to do a few times. I've had to go down to a road. I know I was running trail, but I needed to find a way back. And I found out there was a road that would connect me back to where my car was. And it was, you know, a lot quicker and safer than hitting the trails that I wasn't familiar with and, and not able to find my way back. And then I'd like to add another um, tip for races. So like the brakes was just um, a couple weeks ago. And what runners have been doing is downloading a previous runner's Strava course of the map. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So then you have that as long as your watch has GPS on it or, you know, your phone, as long as you're carrying a device with GPS and navigation. Um, Because my watch will also say, like, we'll point an arrow back to the start, like, oh, well, you started from over there, you know, so that's a cool feature on the watch. Um, When I did Burning River, they actually used an app that you could um, like live GPS track yourself and your friends and family could live GPS track you. It does drain your battery though. So I recommend bringing um, a portable charger for your phone. Um, but that way my, one of my friends used it and they had gotten lost, made a wrong turn. It shows you the course and then where you are. So, oh, you're off course. So you need to, you know, get back over here. So, so I put my watch in airplane mode. I don't use a Garmin. I use a Samsung watch. So it's a little different. Obviously it's not made for running. It's made for something else, but I I have found a good developer that was very responsive to uh, fixing everything. And he compares it to Garmin watches. So it works for me, but so I put my, my watch into airplane mode, GPS work. That's one thing that I, I think people don't understand is that if you put your if you put your phone or your watch in airplane mode, GPS still works on your phone or your watch. That's the one thing that will could persist. So in the instance that I was talking about before with the offline maps, if you put it in airplane mode, that will still be there. So it will still track you on the map even though you have it in airplane mode. We've been talking about trail. Tammy's been very quiet. I think you need to fight for your road. Well, like I said, the advantage of road is it's right outside your door. So I appreciate that. And uh, just with you and running with the group, I've discovered parts of Mason I never even knew. So it makes navigating a lot easier. I, I will say this for, for roads. Uh, you know, you were talking about how you like to kind of feel sort of lost you know on the trails you don't necessarily know where you go now i'm going to contend that's much easier to actually do on road especially in your neighborhood because you can just run wherever i know cincinnati well enough if all of a sudden i'm going where in the hell have i ended up i can quickly identify a road and go i know this road is going to take me to another road that then i'm going to know how to get home or if I'm on the bike path, I can zone out for hours and not think about anything because I know all I have to do to get home is turn right back around and then run as long as I need to the other direction until I get back to my house. I don't have to think about it. I can turn, you know, sort of the brain off and, and just run and just enjoy the moment. I have to 
second that. I know yesterday I took a, I did cross training, Lachlan. I went for a bike ride. Yay. And I ended up uh, in your part of the neighborhood. I'm like, oh, I kind of know how I got here. I know how to get home. But at the same time, I was like, this is new territory for me. So I got to enjoy things. And like I said, it, it was only, what, four miles from the house. But it was, it was good. Well, doesn't everybody do that? Um, it, it, oh, I, I know everybody does this because every runner I've talked to does this. Is your neighborhood? You know exactly what kind of mileage you're getting in your neighborhood. Like, I have and no you know, idea. right? What? No, I I don't know. What? I don't pay I don't pay that close attention. I know you know you're talking about folks who they have a set three mile route. I don't. I run whichever direction I want. Seriously. And when I get back to my house, I get back to my house. I know approximately from any spot within a couple of miles, how long it's going to be. But you I don't have like a set, a set like 5K route that you do? No. Why, why would I do that? You know, I'd like to mix it up. One day I might go I, I assume that Heidi and Tammy both have that same route. We do. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm in a new neighborhood, but um, since I grew up doing cross country in seventh and eighth grade, before uh, Garmin and smartwatches, I knew that from my house to um, the right. primary school was a mile based on time. It took me exactly. 10 minutes to get there. So I knew it was a mile. I've got, and, I've got four, four or five K routes for my house. Every, yeah. And I, I, at lunchtime I go out and I do this, I do a five K route and I'll pick one of those. Likewise. I have a flat one, a hilly one, a more scenic yeah. one. That's weird. I, I honestly thought everybody, every runner had that same concept because literally everybody there is so interesting. Sarah, do you have one? Sarah, Sarah had to, to uh, run, run away. She so. doesn't. <laughs> she she's, out, she's out running her 5K route. I don't go out with any set sort of plan in mind. I, you know, if I go out, I'll go, I want to run this road today. I know, you know, I'll go until I feel like coming well, you, back. Well, you do the, the city, what is it called? Um, city Striders? Yeah. So that's part of it too. Like that, that and that, that site drives me nuts because you can, you can, well, okay. I've run in Mason for, oh my Lord, eight years now. And I'm only like 50% done with Mason. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I've run, and and it's not like I pick. I I, I don't have. I for city for uh, Sin City, I create brand new routes every single week. There are very rarely that I pick the same route, and and you get a run go and see them all, and and I'm still only fifty six percent done because I don't go down every cul de sac in the freaking world. <laughs> I have okay. another uh, vouch for road running. Um, anywhere I go, somewhere and it's somewhere new, I can just run around and I get a feel for um, my way around be from running. If I just drive, I wouldn't actually get to know the roads, but running, I get to know the roads and shortcuts and it helps me piece together that map in my mind. So anytime I'm on vacation, um, you That's know- That's a or, big one. Vacation yeah. is a big one. We went to um, upstate New York and uh, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the city we went to. It was um, it was not the, we were close to the Finger Lakes, but it was enough far enough out that it wasn't too much. But um, 
I just remember running through the town and and under like it was like that. It was like okay, now I know where I'm at based on where everything was. Uh, it's just interesting because I, I I did the same thing in Nashville too. I ran in Nashville as well when we were there. Um, Sometimes you get to see restaurants and stuff that are near your hotel. Right. I, I, there are situations. I I will say there were situations in that same city in, in upstate New York where I felt like I ran down the wrong road, but that happens too. It's just a matter of things. I, I didn't feel like I was in any, any danger. It was just like kind of like, okay, I I don't know that they would appreciate me running down their neighborhood at this point in time. It's like middle of the day. But um, I did. I said I'm discovering like I used the RunGo app when I was in Indy or Chicago, and I kind of looked at what other people ran, and kind of got a feel for okay, that's a decent route. Also, uh, I got to explore the neighborhood and at least that way like I said I had the route so I kind of knew what to do I could do a little exploring but I wasn't off the beaten path so to speak so that's where I can use like I the run go app to find to explore because I mean you're using the run go app and, and you're not going to have a lot of trail runners on that app but you can pull about like honestly that's one of the hardest part about a trail running is understanding the routes without you like there's really no apps that you can go to like that like in strava right you well i don't know if they still do this heat map as much but you you have the heat map where you can see where people are running too garmin has so, heat maps so you can still access and there are there are trail things yeah. out there all trails is a is a big one where you can go in and see trails in specific areas some will be roads some will be trail trails uh, but you can find some popular routes in the area maybe not every one but you'll find a good chunk yeah i don't I like just... I, I like all trails i really do um i i don't like that you have to pay for it but that's a separate thing i and i haven't honestly looked at the price tag on that so that's just me I don't run enough trails to where I feel like it's a purchase that I want to make at this point, but I'm Never. just saying like, that's my beef is that I, there are things on there that I want to access that I can't because there's that paywall, but it, that's just me. To be introduced to new trails, um, the Ohio River Roadrunners Club actually did a really good job of trails all over um, Dayton and they would have a, a different race and that introduced me to the metro parks and so i'm like oh okay well maybe i'll come here not in a race situation and they do about half road and half trail you know just depending on what the club wants at the time um another thing is i just pay attention to like the studs and like your group like who is running where and they'll post like hey what's a good trail in this part of town you know and then i'll pay attention look at those feeds also, whenever I'm driving somewhere um, and I'm looking at my Google Maps, it, anytime I see green, it piques my interest. So I'm like, oh, is that like a park? Is that someplace I can run at? Or is that just like, you know, an open grass area? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, definitely Google Maps is good for finding those kind of things. I, I have looked at most of Cincinnati with that same kind of feel and found a few par parks there myself. Although, granted, we, we've got friends in the area that have shown me where things are. Like Alt, Alt Park, I still haven't been to. Um, there's a lot of in Dayton I haven't been to, um, although I have friends up there as yourself that uh, have run there. 
Sugar Creek is a big one for a lot of people in the area. And, and I'm glad that I actually made it up there and run there. And I used to grow, I grew up in, I used to grow up, I grew up in Fairborn. So Yellow Springs is like my bag right there. Like Glen Helen. I, I mean, I asked my wife to marry me in Glen Helen um, and uh, John Bryan and, and the parks up there. I heard Glen Helen finally got bought, which is great. Um, so it's not going to go under like I was, what they were heading for. I, I was really worried about that. What my favorite thing is the pine forest up there and I haven't run in that general area, but, um, I just loved you go to the pine forest and it's just so quiet. It's just very, every, all the noise just gets muffled because of all the pine trees just muffle all that sound out. I was reminded of that up at Shawnee because, um, we were in an area that had pine trees and you just went into that and it just, it just, I don't know. Have you ever been into that kind of area? It just muffles everything. Um, so it, it, um, I'm trying to think of like other, other aspects of, of road versus um, trail. I, I will say that um, as a, a dual runner, one of the things that I, I found out from trail running was it taught me patience in my road running. It taught me patience and just running in general in terms of, I didn't, didn't, I, it, well, as I went on more trail races, I cared less about just go, 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 go. Um, all these marathon runners that just want to go and hit that pace. I'm more relaxed. I enjoy my races a lot more. And so for me, it's not that trail running is better for that. It's that it taught me that it taught me that now on road, road races, I enjoy that as well, as well as my tra trail races. But um, if, if you ever go to a marathon or a half marathon or whatever race you're going to on a road, you would never experience and understand that if you, I mean, unless somebody taught you that beforehand, because you see everybody around you is always in the hurry. You just, they don't, they don't stop. Yeah. It's a completely different vibe. Um, I found that people like ultra runners are more friendly. They're more laid back. Um, they're helping each other out. Like, cause you have to eat right. food and they're bringing food. It's like a big potluck. I mean, mashed potatoes and I mean, and granted when, when I ran, even after I started trail running, it took me a while to get around to that, but, um, road races, I just, I, I could never stomach that kind of food. Um, I, I think it had more to do with my training, uh, to be honest, because now, now I can handle it a lot better. Um, I, I, I like tailwind. That's what I go with. I'm not going to say that I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm still not a hard food eater as much, but, um, I'm a lot easier to do that than I used to be. Um, and, and, and I think it's because I'm taking my time more when I come into the aid stations, I'm not trying to rush that bottle down my throat to get to the next aid station or whatever. I'm literally taking my time to absorb the food, take my time, not get it all over me in the long run and get messy. I don't know. It's, it's a mindset. It really is. So I guess my question is I've done like the Mount Airy, like I've done a couple of the dirt, di dirt days trail series. Um, the one in Mount Airy was in spring. It was muddy. Um, I obviously had my road shoes. I could have used trail shoes. I was kind of worried about twisting an ankle or, Trip, well, actually, I did fall on my butt. <laughs> but I guess 
that was not a positive experience for me as opposed to like the time I went with you, Lachlan, to Caesars Creek. I did enjoy that. Um, I think I'm a little bit older than you, Lachlan, and I guess I worry about injury. Well, the trail is actually easier on your body. It's less pounding. The ground is softer. Do you yeah. worry about twisting an ankle or falling and breaking yourself or with your arms? Um, you, you gotta sure. Be more, you got to be a lot more careful with your steps on the trail for sure. And, and you have to be slower in what you do um, because you, you approach every you, – you, you're paying attention to your environment and understanding that it's muddy. So you're going to go slower. Or you're gonna go. You're you're just gonna take your steps differently. So, yeah, you, you approach it differently. That's that's really the key. I, I mean, on the trail, this is actually one of the things I hated about kind of yesterday is we were on the trail and I I couldn't look around because I was in a new place and there was a lot of roots. Um, on the mud part, though, that is that is tough regardless. <laughs> Do you have trail shoes, Lachlan? Do they grip more? I mean, that's what I heard, but I, you know, I don't do enough trail running. To... Not, well, in the mud, nothing grips more, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, the topos that I have, um, I, I love them. I went from a Peregrine, which is my previous shoe, to this topos. Peregrines in the generation that I had were very heavy, and they had a lot of, they had the claws were really deep, and so they just basically. Um, the way they were made is they took all that mud and made it a flat surface because you just, just took all that mud into it and just it made it all, all those claws negated, right? Um, they've improved that since the peregrines have been a lot better improved. Um, the topos have been a godsend. They're, they're a zero drop, which is something you have to keep, keep in mind with trail shoes is that they m might be a lower drop or might not be a lower drop, but these are fantastic for me. Um, yeah. Trail shoes should fit the way the road shoe shoe does. Like if you have Sockney, it fits a certain way. Their trail shoe is going to fit that certain way. If it's a four millimeter offset in their road, that's what their trail is. Um, they also have a rock plate in the um, toe bed. So most shoes have that. They might be heavier. They might be clunkier. But as you're going up those hills, um, it is a cleat that's going to help you you know, regardless of the condition. Right. It's, well, it's, uh, just a different pair of shoes. Any other equipment? Uh, some people have trekking poles, but I have not used them yet. Um, I, but I would definitely recommend uh, some sort of camelback, some way to carry your own water and some snacks. Yeah, I mean, especially most trails, you're going to be out there for a little bit longer, so you're going to have to pay attention to having room for all of your gear that you're going to carry along. But, um, yeah, shoes-wise, like, like Heidi was saying, I mean, typically they have a trail shoe that matches your road shoe um, for the most part. Most of the shoe companies do. Uh, there are specific companies that are geared towards more of a trail running uh, scenario like like I said topo and and zero is a big one zero is um they're also more of a minimalist but um I think Facebook just made me pitch to them. <laughs> like literally I was looking for a trail shoe and Facebook is like hey zero and I'm like okay that's fine and then and I pulled it up the next day hey zero hey <laughs> zero hey you're looking for a trail shoe zero 
Um, so basically, did that shit to you. Um, I, I know that uh, Andrew uses uh, Newton, um, so you're familiar with them. Uh, I so I use the Saucony Freedoms for my road shoe. Um, they're a low drop shoe. They're a neutral shoe, and and then on Topo is my my Topo is my trail shoe right now. Um, like I said, Peregrine was before that. I, I used OnCloud before on the trail as well. Um, the, the thing with OnCloud is I didn't use their Trail Venture, which is their, their main trail shoe. Um, I used the just regular, uh, their, it was their first generation trail, uh, sorry, first generation shoe. And um, the, the thing that got me with them is it, they were such a light shoe that it didn't matter that they weren't made for the trail. Well, we'll come back next week where Tammy won't uh, preemptively get cut off and then not come back. (laughs) Sounds good. All right, guys. Thanks for joining. I appreciate it.